genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And today we are covering Minute 88 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest denouement minute ever. We are joined from the fifth element by John Robert and the Crystal Beth. Hello! I'm the Crystal Beth! You're the Crystal Beth! So says my social media. Yes, well, The other Crystal must... Beths in the world might argue. <laughs> yeah, the, the other Crystal Beth didn't return our phone calls. Apparently she's not a podcaster. Therefore, she's a lesser person. Aw, thank God. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, minute 88 starts with Randall dressing Dante down and ends with Dante saying he's calling out. Well, we waited, we waited, Chris, uh, 87 minutes before somebody totally tells Dante what a piece of garbage he is. It's about time. <laughs> he deserves it. Well, one thing Chris and I have learned over watching this movie is watching it normally, you just kind of, you're ambivalent about Dante. He's kind of a tool. Watching it minute by minute, you learn to hate his guts. Yeah, he's a piece of garbage. <laughs> he isn't enthusiastic throughout the whole movie. I mean, he seems like a whiny pussy throughout the whole time. He absolutely is. He doesn't stop I mean, whining it's, for 87 It's just minutes terrific acting, time. I guess. Because I mean, and I said this before, O'Halloran does a good job, He but, and he has the terrible part. He has to be the semi-straight man to ever all the antics going on. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's and not the role you want. Acting. You want to be Randall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe not in this scene where he's wearing his uh, jeans that are about three inches too short. But, I mean, in the rest of the movie, you want to be Randall. His white socks are hanging out. Yeah, they look nice. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I just say, I, I've always loved the scene where Randall has to order all that pornography and that little kid's movie. <laughs> oh, Happy yeah. Scrappy Hero <laughs> Happy Scrappy Hero He's <laughs> like... Come guzzling queens, come on my tits, uh, come pearl we necklace. Had a, about ten, uh, we had about ten Eileen. of them that weren't that were in the script but weren't in the movie that were even better than the ones that were in the movie. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they, they're more horrible the ones that they get in. Yeah, that was. I would say if you're listening to this for the first time ever because you're just the greatest Fifth Element fans ever and you just follow these guys around. If you're going to listen to no other minutes except for this week, you got to go back to the yeah, Happy minutes. Scrappy Hero Pup. I think we'll be at Sean German yes. on with us, right? And Happy Scrappy Hero Pup was the title, so yeah, look for that one. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it, it's, I mean, if you were wondering if this was an R-rated podcast, we went far <laughs> beyond R-rating. We're lucky we're still on at all, after that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I can think of when I'm looking at Randall sitting down on the ground and I see his, his white socks in the back of my mind, I can hear my wife yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> not wear white socks with jeans and black shoes. Well, he, I, I don't think at the well, like I'm guess I'm sure at the time he's like uh, Randall. All right, this is going to be a black and white movie. Maybe not, you know, completely accentuate your ankles there. I think it was more like we have no budget. Wear whatever you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much credit card debt did Kevin Smith go into? He, like, maxed out all of his credit just, cards, right? I think he had three credit cards. I mean, the total price was 27000 and change, but he ended up, he maxed out his credit cards. I think, how much did they get for that car, Chris? Yeah. Like, five grand? And he borrowed... He sold his got, comic book collection, too, his right? His comic book so collection all was co- a couple more. Borrowed yeah. three grand from his parents? He got up to a certain amount of money. Yeah, he got up to a certain amount of money, and then they started making it, and then he fell short, and that's when he went to his parents. Oh, okay. His parents were like, oh, I think it was when they were trying to get it, when they were trying to get the film processed, 
you know, mm-hmm. back in the old days when you had to do stuff like that. Right. You yeah. weren't like, hey, my movie's you, over. Upload. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just still so surprised that he took the incredible risk to, to filming everything in black and white. I mean, that was, was a, really ballsy. It was a it was, financial decision. Uh, yes, that was definitely the was, cost-effective way to film it. The stock was cheaper, and it was easier to light. You didn't need the, the big lights to light it. You could use natural lighting. That's the reason Clerks 2 wasn't in black and white, because he said when he got to there, it was more expensive to go black and white than it was to go color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, I remember watching this movie so many times in college and just laughing my butt off. <laughs> well, like that's what we were saying. For the, the, the person who's 18, 19, 20, you know, 21 years old, you know, you have your first or second job, you know, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do with your life. This movie is right in your wheelhouse. Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I apologize for not listening to the entire podcast before this, but have, have you guys ever worked uh, retail or uh, cashier jobs before? But I have worked, you know, at jobs where I've, I've worked at a bar cooking crabs where I had to deal with customers and things like that. The, the general public, right? Yes, yes. It's so hard. Yeah. No, yeah, it's not fun. Crystal yeah, deals with them so much. still on a, on a daily basis. I, I've luckily moved out of that. He works from home. Yeah, I work with computers all day. But I did, for a few a few years, have to work a cashier's job at a movie theater. And I just, I just you know, the, I, I, people kept me guessing on how stupid their requests <laughs> and how, how they would act would be. It was um, incredible. Like, like, almost like, um, it, it ran from at the at the least people asking like, "Why does this cost so much?" To me, the cashier that does not set the corporate prices for <laughs> right. pop, popcorn. It ran from that to to towards a little old lady uh, ordering like four drinks, five large popcorns, a nachos, <laughs> and a hot dog, and she's like, "Um." How how do I get this to my theater? <laughs> and we, I'd have to like go. I'd have to leave the register and go find an usher to like help this little lady carry her smorgasbord of food to uh, you know to all of her grandchildren she was seeing the the uh, movie with. But I just remember, I just there was every customer was different, and it was like a speed dating game. I even remember one time, and this was even in southern Louisiana, in a, quite, a little bit of a rural area, I had a couple from New York City, and they were so stereotypically New York, like, oh, hey, Johnny Boy, hey, hey. They were almost like cartoons. But I remember, and I never had to do this for any other customer when I worked at this movie theater, they asked me to put a scoop of popcorn in their popcorn bucket and then like layer of butter. Scoop of popcorn, layer of butter. By the end of it, that butter is red hot too Ugh. out of that machine. Oh, yeah. Holding the ba- the bag of popcorn almost like burnt my hands, but he was like, oh, Johnny boy, that's what we want. We want those kernels oh. swimming. <laughs> so, uh, Listen, unless that guy gave you like a $50 tip, it wasn't worth it. No. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess the whole point of all this long tirade is that working with the general public can be great, but it can really test your patience and stamina. You do start to feel like about 50% of them hate you, too, when they're coming up to the counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they already hate you. They've already made yes. their judgment. <laughs> I you know, like the, like the cancer merchant scene, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine what it's like now. It's got to be ten times worse now, because now everybody's on their phones, too. Yeah. So, like, now you're not even getting yelled at. Now you're just being ignored. There's a liquor store by my house that says, they have a sign that says, no phone use in store. 
Thank God. There needs yeah. to be more of that. <laughs> you ever been like in line at a Chipotle or something where you have to kind of actively talk to the person making your meal and it's someone on the phone? That happened to me the other night. Someone's like ta- having a conversation and the person's like waiting for them to tell them what they like, what salsa do you want? Do you want rice? Do you want beans? What meat do you want? Like, why? Why? Yeah. Like, does that. Do, what do you, do you want, honey? Like, <laughs> no, oh. you're not allowed to ask that. When people bring kids, oh! I would like to see this movie again as uh, like now with all the extra distractions people have. Well, we spoke about it before. If you look behind them, the uh, soda prices are no different than they are now. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Which means one of two things: either they're cheap now, or they were expensive then, or soda companies like whatever. You're just paying for water. (laughs) It's only only costing us two cents a bottle to make it. We were saying if this was a real movie, like right now they're laying in front of all their merchandise, like you would never yeah. have this shot in a real movie. No. No. They're like, oh, oh, yeah. we can't clear any of that stuff. Also, too, like, I would leave. Yeah. I would just be like, well, well uh, I'm done. Yeah. The bosses of these, both of these places are so absent. Like they're even like the, I feel like the bosses are, are, or the owners of these places are in the exact same situation, but just, Somewhere else, like in an executive high rise. That's the best rise. kind of boss, though, because the worst thing ever is when they're there. I yeah. know this kind of thing could happen where everything's disheveled and you know the end of the world, <laughs> but it's uh, when a boss is there for too long, it's rough. Yeah, I mean, I'm and also he- coming as a bartender when <laughs> the owner of a bar is there. You're like, Can you just let me interact the way I want to interact, yeah. and just oh yeah. so I, I mean, I guess it's a good thing. I worked at a restaurant, the same thing, the owner would show up, just, usually he would just walk through, hey, how you doing, go up to his office and count his money, but occasionally he would come in on, like, a Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve, you know, to help, and, like, he's trying to, you know, he's back there getting in everybody's way, trying to dispatch the food, and eventually somebody has to walk up to him and be like, can you, can you get the fuck out of here? Because, you know, we, we work here every day, you're getting in the way. That happens to Crystal yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I realize your like, name is on the either the title or the front of the place. That doesn't mean you know how to do this anymore. Or yeah, it, it's it's like the same people that come to the restaurant on Thanksgiving Day or Christmas Day, and they come there and like, oh, yeah, I just can't. You know, they're at, sitting at the bar, and they're like, yeah, what are you doing here today? Well, you're here today. That's why <laughs> it's I'm your here. your fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Why? Your you guys are open? You That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So he does. Uh, Randall says that they're both terrible at their jobs. Now Randall is actively terrible at his job. He yeah. ignores the customers, yells at them, spits in their face. Yeah, he's is proactively. Ba- yeah, is Dante bad at his job? I mean, aside. I from feel fighting, like he wants to not be bad at his job. Like he doesn't want to be good at his job. But he, I mean, or not that he doesn't want to be good at his job. There's an effort to being good at your job, but he doesn't want to be bad at it. I don't I mean, know. I think he. I think he wants just enough just to keep it, but right. with the disregard that uh, I don't know, he takes towards the store and the customers. I think you have to care about the job to be good at it. So I'm going to say he's bad at his job and that he's just whining about it all the time and doesn't make his life better. Which is kind of like the overarching store, you know, narrative of yeah. this mo- movie. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. He's done. He doesn't want to be bad at it, but he doesn't want to put the energy in to be good at it yeah he's just kind of floating that middle line of i don't want to get fired yeah yeah this is after they had that big fight right right yes this is just after their fight right 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 where they more or less trashed the restaurant so they more or less had to clean it up together so i don't know he's a guy that realizes he's 
stupid and he's made really bad choices to end up in the situation he's in, but he wants to make the best of it. But he can't choose what he wants. He can't be like, okay, I'm going to be good at this and having motivation and stuff. It's, I'm going to say he's bad at his job. I'm going to go out there and say that. Yeah. I think but he wants good. to be good at it. Yeah. I think he's I wanna, good at I want to find the positive spin. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's bad at his life. Okay, there you yeah, go. There, we, there go. we go. So yeah, how can you be okay? Never mind. I was I was about to say how can you be good at your job at bad at life, but then I look at all of, like the executives that used to drink at another place that used to work at. So yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I've worked at a lot of places <laughs> where I can find out how people really are with what they do. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Also, I'm a big fan of Dante's hair in the scene where it looks like he's wearing a fright wig. <laughs> I guess it's the show that they've been in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> he I also swears it. Oh, yeah, the sweater has been discussed quite oh, that a few his, times uh, already. That was the sweater from the big date. <laughs> yeah. That unfortunately was interrupted by some necrophilia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Facebook dad asked when you decided Dante was a bad person, and somebody said that sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the moment where they turned on him. <laughs> yeah, they turned on him. They didn't like him after that sweater. Well, that was my contention. He also stares at Rand- Randall like he's scared. Like he, he, like he's frightened. Yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> well, I'm he's getting yelled like at. The opposite of Randall. I'm, I'm the opposite of everyone in this movie. Where I get so freaking obsessed with how how I'm doing and being good at my job and being great. I, I could. This is one of those movies that I. I enjoy as an outsider, but in my head, I have anxiety for everyone in it. <laughs> yeah, Crystal's always, always. Um, I forget her name now because Crystal. No, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot her name. Dante's Dante's girlfriend. We're married. Who, Dante's girlfriend who brings him the, the lasagna and Veronica. Then, uh, Veronica. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, how she sucked thirty seven dicks. Was it thirty seven or twenty seven in a row? Thirty seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thirty seven. <laughs> the sort of instant snap judgment and stuff, uh, and the way that she's so caring for him, despite him being like the massive pussy. I think that, like, I think Crystal, you can relate to that really well. Yeah, those thirty-six dicks. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, in a row. Yeah, that was after she flips out. That's the part everybody forgets. Is two minutes earlier. She flips out because she finds out he slept with twelve girls. Which she slaps sure him in the face. Yeah, she gets mad and hits him in the face. Well, as you know, it's different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's what he does with her, because then he gets mad at her because she didn't just sleep with him like any decent person. That's his <laughs> yeah. whole problem. Well, that's something that I always wrestled with growing up, where I was like, I would rather, I mean, growing up, because I know men spoke to me, but I would be like, I would have sex with someone so much faster then I would give someone a blowjob because it's just like it's so much more like you're. It's I don't even know how to describe. Like just as a young kid when you don't know what's going on, you're just like that's someone's privates, but our faces are near each other, so it's not the same. So I was always like, yeah, sex isn't that big of a deal, but thirty six BJ's, and then that's I'm not a big, that's different. I'm not a big fan of that bush you're using where you keep getting younger every time you tell that. <laughs> 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 it got a little creepy. <laughs> so you know, it's like. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, this was some of Dante's whole weirdness 
that happens in this movie is kind of what happens in Chasing Amy too. It's being uncomfortable with your partner's history. Right. And there's two ways to handle that. It's either be open and be able to handle what their history is or never ask. Right, or don't ask at all. Yeah. I have never asked any of the people I've been with. I I mean, half of them were virgins, so I didn't have to. But wow. right sacrifice them. I know, the right? The flower return. Sacrifice them. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff seems to think you sacrificed them. I did. I killed them right after, so I had I didn't get to hear anything they had to say afterwards. But uh, it's just not a question because I don't care because I know they're what with the one that's the best at it. <laughs> right. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! Um, but I'll never don't worry, my state. Don't worry, we'll edit that to make it look like you came in right on time on that answer. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking at me like, "Wait, what are you? Wait, are you talking about my girlfriend before? Because of, who's the best?" <laughs> I make yeah, eggs. That was, uh, if you ever saw the movie Trainwreck, they uh, they mentioned that Amy Schumer says she's whoever she's sleeping with now. She's like, "Well, he's not the best," and her friend goes. Well, isn't the guy that you said was the best in jail? She's like, yeah, but he's getting out soon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have a Eugene the criminal. (laughs) She does. Yeah. Guy that just got out of prison. And it was a, I mean, I don't need to talk about this Uh, on a podcast. I don't know. (laughs) That was his nickname for me was Eugene the criminal. (laughs) But we could talk about the minute. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our our own personal criminals who have committed, uh, you know, uh, minor acts of vandalism all over their store. Randall finally gets done dressing uh, Dante down and storms out. And then we get a good five seconds of Dante staring off into the abyss, which is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> With his hair standing straight up. Yeah. And yeah, his fright wig. <laughs> yeah. And then we get another vocabulary word. Chris, it's your time to shine. Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't know how to pronounce this one. And I've never heard this one in my life. I got to admit, this is the first one that came up where I was like, I never heard anybody use that word. No. I mean, now that I know the definition, it makes sense what it means. But it's, uh, how do you spell it? How do you say it? Denouement? Denouement? Denouement. Now we've all said it differently. Denouement? Denouement. So denouement is the final part of a play in which the strands of the plot are drawn together and matters are explained or resolved. See, so it makes sense that well, that's the last word. That they I use. would say clerks are more <laughs> resolved than explained. Yeah, they're not quite explained. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You get clerks, too, down the road, which shows you where they are in 10 years. Where I really want to know where they are is, like, in a month from now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been fun to see them do uh, a month from now, 10 years later. Be like, oh, wow, like, uh, time's really uh, had an effect on you. <laughs> was that, that quick? What's the summer camp show where they did that? Oh, Wet yeah. Hot American Summer? Yes. Where they're, like, all their, like... <laughs> late 40s and they're still trying to play 16 year olds <laughs> yes. oh, so good <laughs> and they make no reference to it they're just like oh no, yeah I'm just a young girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright so now that we really still don't know what denouement is I would argue that in the next scene when they're mopping and sweeping that's the first time you see Randall do any work it is and I have a question why would you turn all the lights out and then sweep it's sexier you wouldn't be able to see like, uh, they want to be alone together in the dark. <laughs> and why are you so mopping funny. back to back? I guess they took ha- two halves of the story. They can't face each other. I thought they yeah. stared at each other way too long. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, Randall's got a mop. I think Dante has a broom. 
Yeah, I think I think yeah. it's a broom. Too. Unless they both, unless it's the other way around, and neither of them know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working. You never see the bottom. They could just have empty sticks pushing things around. That take a long time. It's to true. Get up that way. It could just be sticks. <laughs> It could. Like that one, uh, I can't remember what it was for, but that one extra that's sweeping in the background, there's a gif of it where the broom is never actually touching oh, the ground. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, really? Because you can't actually sweep because you'll make sound and it'll get right. picked up on the mics. Oh, so you keep it up like, off the floor. But he keeps it like six inches off the ground so he looks like a crazy person. <laughs> like the kind of person that if you're walking down the street in New York and you see that guy doing that, you're like, give that guy a wide berth. Just, you know, <laughs> or like, first I'm with my wife, like I switch sides with her, so she's not <laughs> on that side. <laughs> I thought you like, meant you put her on that you side. On the other side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought Jeff put you between him and the guy. <laughs> oh, that's all walking through New York is with me. When I, if like my wife and daughter are there, is me just wandering to wherever the craziest person is. Yeah. Oh, the crazy person's on the inside. Excuse me, I'm going to go over there. <laughs> oh, the homeless guy's on the other side. I'm going to go over there. Use the daughter as a shield. <laughs> also, uh, big uh, super tip: if you don't want to get messed with in New York and you're in a sketchy neighborhood, you be the crazy person. Oh, I'm so good <laughs> hey, at that. That makes sense. Yeah, I just talk loudly to myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take off my shirt and walk topless and be like, and no one messes with me. No, not even me. I'm walking next to him. He like trades space with me and then walks further ahead. And I'm like, ooh, there's danger about. Yes. <laughs> I just tell everybody I see I'm from Camden. And that makes them run Oh, away. no. They'll run. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't go outside. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That'll solve it, yeah. You just stay inside the convenience store all day. Exactly. I said, uh, this is... I don't know. This is like the quiet moment of the movie, right at the end of this minute. Yeah, what it's is- like they're you know they're gonna they're slowly becoming friends again after a heated yeah. long fight where they throw food items at each other. <laughs> Best they don't. Neither one of them fight very well. Either. No, it's like a slap pirate fight between two different <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrows. Their There's fight, pencils it's and like rolls involved. Yeah, that's exactly how I would fight, but I picture myself fighting, like, really well, but I know that it would end in, like, crazy, just, like, me doing anything I can to get the other person away from me, as opposed to really fighting. I just, like, scream, and I just want to have a good fight, but Yeah, you, you think happen. it's going to be a, a kung fu fighting match, and it's really just hair pulling and scratching and, you know, somebody being <laughs> yeah, themselves. I don't think I'd even get to that. I think I would just be, like, on the ground, like, rolling away from them. <laughs> Two people yelling, get off me. No, you get off me. Yeah. <laughs> you let go. You let go first. <laughs> oh, that was our first date. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how cute. <laughs> I remember my first date. I walked up to the woman I'd marry someday and said, does this rag smell like chloroform? Ah, oh, good old days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I have a question here at the end of this minute. Who's picking Randall up? Yeah, I'm not sure, because he tried to get um, Caitlin to ride him home earlier. Yeah, well, Caitlin got her own ride out in the ambulance, so. Yeah, there was, well, so did Willem. <laughs> Maybe he's going to walk home and get, like, use the time to think. <laughs> no, he says his ride's here at one point. Yeah, he could just be walking home and using the yeah. time to think, but he doesn't want people to feel bad for him. Yeah. Or he's sick of seeing Dante. Yeah, he's yeah like, no, my ride's he's just, Yeah, he's lying to Dante. Oh, yeah, my ride's outside. I mean, Randall's like probably got... Some friend he's manipulating to give him a ride. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, yeah. 
he tried the old maneuver of like, oh, my cell phone's ringing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to oh, go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, early 90s equivalent of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for me to order an angel shot from the bar. <laughs> All right. So we have reached the end of my so-called notes. Uh, does anybody have anything else we didn't discuss in this action-packed minute? I, well, um, I can save it for next minute, but I really like that Slim Jim thermos <laughs> in the background. It looks like a water cooler. I know it's just a Slim Jim, like, it's probably just a regular holder, but it looks like it could be, like, a mini cooler, I think, and I want it to I be. think it's a thermos. I do think it's a, a, I think it's mini a thermos. Cooler thermos type thing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome! And I'm also glad that the world's fattest man found love. Yeah, with the <laughs> tiniest woman. Yeah. I don't think it's going to work like, out, but it's nice. No, it's not gonna yeah, if out. it was the other way around, he could probably, she could probably stick him places that <laughs> she would enjoy, or he would enjoy. She may but... lose him. She may lose him at that point. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> what happened? I lost my wife. Did she die? No, I lost her. Oh, I, I cannot find her. Find her. <laughs> She only had eight hours of oxygen. Someone has to find her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. All right. Well, oh, this I, ridiculous uh, nonsense. I just, wanna, I just want, as a, as my final thought of of the episode, I just want to say my love for this movie is like a truck berserker. <laughs> berserker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you tell the people out there in a quick stop land where they can find you guys? Well, I'm John Robert Wilson. You can check uh, my voice out on iTunes under the Fifth Element, where we do the same thing for the Fifth Element movie, me and Crystal, or Unlimited Lives. It's a podcast about video games. And I can be found at both of those places and on social media at the Crystal Beth. And we're no, I'm, oh, I'm uh, talking now. Oh, yes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about the Sarah plugger thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ready? And, and we're we not, not even supposed, supposed to, to be here, here today. today. I could have been at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can find us at Dueling Genre with a bunch of other podcasts. You know, that's what they have on these sites. Uh, a lot of minute podcasts over there, some original content. Um, I don't know, Chris. What the hell else are we? Um, uh, Pinterest and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! This is a new co-host. <laughs> We're on Facebook at the Quicker Stop and on Twitter at J and Bob Minute. Oh yeah, go go to Facebook and like our uh, our page, please. There's no yes, specific please. reason. There's just somebody I need to have more likes. Then that's all you don't need to know who it is I just someone I need to have more likes than <laughs> and we're closing in we're closing in <laughs> good alright enough, enough of this I can't handle any more of this I'm not even supposed to be here today I'm